0: Music good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Thoughts of the Week podcast. And uh, tonight we're going to look out for Greg Marcel Dixon. All right, he's running for District 6 in South Carolina. Against uh, James Jimmy Catfish Clyburn. <laughs> and um, what I'm going to do tonight in my way of supporting him since I'm not in South Carolina to uh, be able to vote voting is tomorrow i think that's the primaries for district six all right so yeah that's tomorrow and so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna share a video with you all here and this is a fair use by the way this is fair use for commentary and so you guys can know a little bit more about marcel all right so you get to know a little bit more about marcel but before we get started i just want to bring some things back to everybody's memories for uh, when the november hits all right definitely want to bring some things back to your mind, keep these in mind because what you're about to see, although it happened in 2020, they're still holding that practice today, all right, and so with that being said, you know what it is, you're rocking with the best thoughts of the week, let's get started.
1: Do you support reparations for black people? Well, listen, again, we had over 200 years of slavery. We had Jim Crow for almost a a century. We had legalized discrimination and segregation, and now we have... segregation and discrimination that is not legal but still exists and is a barrier to progress. We have disparities around housing. We have disparities around education. We have disparities around income. And we have to recognize that everybody did not start out on an equal footing in this country. And in particular, black people have not. And so we have got to recognize that and do something about that and give folks a lift up. That's why, for example, I'm proposing the LIFT Act, Give people who are making $100,000 or less as a family a tax credit which will benefit and uplift 60% of black families who are in poverty. So by default it affects black families, but there's not a particular policy for African Americans that you would explore? But no, if you look at the, the reality of who will benefit from certain policies when you take into account that they're not starting at the, at the same place and they're not, stand, they're not starting on equal footing, it will directly benefit black children, black families, black homeowners. Because the disparities are so significant. So if we focus on the specific issues that have resulted in the greatest disparities, and we understand that that's part of why we're doing it. Listen, the, the reality also is this. Any policy that will benefit black people will benefit all of society. Let's be clear about that. Let's really be clear about that. So I'm not gonna sit here and say, I'm gonna do something that's only gonna benefit black people. No, because whatever benefits that black family will benefit that community and society as a whole and the country, right?
0: You're rocking with the best thoughts of the week podcast Right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Thoughts of the Week podcast. And tomorrow is the primaries, if I'm not mistaken, for Greg Marcel Dixon, District 6 of South Carolina. So I want you guys to share this video out to as many people as you can. Show your support for Marcel Dixon. And um, yeah, what I am going to do is play this video. And um, for purposes of commentary. And um, education, so you get to know a little bit more about Marcel for those who hadn't got a chance to. And um, from time to time I might comment in between. all right. And um, so with that being said, I'm gonna play this video here. and this video is by um, oh, let me see here for the uh, let's argue with Prince Carlton. I guess this is pod- part podcast show. And so, you guys definitely uh, get to see a little bit more about Marcel. Let me just make it on a full screen really fast here. All right. And that way, you'll get to know about what his policies would be if he um, is in Congress. All right. And I think um, he's again, he's going against uh, this is Marcel Dixon, and he's going against Jimmy Catfish, Catfish, Clyburn. <laughs> so in South Carolina, District six. And so, um, yeah, if you uh, for those who might not know much about him, you get a little chance to know what he's about. And uh, like I said, I might do some com- commentary, might not. But, um, you know, I believe what he's gonna say is gonna speak for itself, all right. So, with that being said, let's play this video.
2: Yep, so yep, yep, right. Well, I'm Greg, yep. Dix- I'm Greg
3: Marcel,
4: I'm Greg Marcel Dixon, Dixon. I am Savannah, Savannah Georgia, born, born but. Raised in, in South, South Carolina, Carolina, right across the, the bridge, bridge in Jasper County, South Carolina, a rural coastal county in South Carolina. As my shirt makes it clear, I'm Gullah Geechee, which is a Creole culture of the coast of South Carolina in Georgia mainly, but also somewhat North Carolina and somewhat northern Florida. I'm a teacher of 17 years and I'm running for South Carolina's 6th Congressional District against the incumbent James Clyburn. That's against who I'm running. But what I'm running for is more important. I'm running for reparations for Black Americans who are descendants of American slaves, which is to repair Black America to fix America, ultimately.
3: Wow. wow. <coughs> Absolutely. Okay. So explain to our audience, uh, what is the uh, uh, what does it mean to be a sev- sev- seventh generation Gullah Geechee?
4: Well, we are the descendants of rice growing Africans that were enslaved here on the sea islands and coastal plains of South Carolina and Georgia. They came from a variety of different areas, the Kingdom of Congo, which is today the four countries of Democratic Republic of Congo, Cameroon, Congo, Angola southern Nigeria, and the modern-day countries of Senegal, Gambia, and Mali. Because there were so many Black people in South Carolina, South Carolina was the Blackest state, and it became majority Black in 1703, and stayed that way until almost 1960. The white enslavers couldn't deal with the heat and humidity, and the malaria-infested, subtropical, swampy, Uh, jungles, so they will go further inland, especially during the spring and the summer, leaving this large Black population there by themselves. So as a result, we were able to maintain a lot of elements of the original African cultures from all over the continent, mix that in with old English culture, and we have our own cuisine based on a lot of rice, seafood, okra, tomatoes, we have our own language. In fact, a lot of words that's in the southern lexicon of the United States of America are Zulu-Gullah origin. Like "juke," "juke" in Gullah means to get wild. Usually, like you know, in context of a party. You know, "boober," "peanut." Okay. Uh, we have right. our own folklore, folk magic, and we are known for our connection to the coastal land which is one of the reasons why I'm running because we've lost so much of our land. I'm running to get us compensated for what we've lost.
2: Mm. So so let me ask you a question. So what made you decide to run for Congress for District, uh, district 6? You, said, you, you talked about the land. What are some other things that um, made you decide to run?
4: Well, I noticed that after 30 years of having James Clyburn in power and this man being revered by so many people, I actually do my research. I was never involved in politics, but I started to get involved because I started to see things going much, much worse for our people. When I read an article saying we own less homes now than we did during Jim Crow. So I looked up the data about my district, which is a majority black district, 50 to 60% black. And I saw that we are the sixth poorest district out of 435 districts total in the United States of America. If he's been in there for 30 years and that's the best he can do, then he don't need to be there no more. But I also saw more. I saw that we as black Americans have had 15 million acres of property stolen out of the 16 million, our grandparents and great-grandparents fought to get and fought to keep, because the number one cause of lynching was theft, land theft. And I looked through James Clyburn's record, and I saw him preaching for things like making illegal immigrants citizens, citizens, LGBTQ, you know, getting these Asian Americans this COVID-19 hate crimes bill, which might be in this implementation for everyone but it was written because of the hate crimes they were experiencing i did not see anything on his legislative record dealing with land theft of black americans dealing with us going through police brutality, dealing with us being 15 to 20% of the population, but over 55% of the homeless. And in his district being majority black, the average income being 41,000, a white Asian person's average income is 56,000, ours is only 28,000. So in a majority black district, with a black American, he's a descendant of slaves, as am I, representative, we were to the bottom in an area where we were the majority and nothing was being done for us. But he was doing all these things for other groups. So I said, I'm gonna be bold and I'm gonna run on a platform putting us first. Not us only, but us first.
2: Wow. And, 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 and you know, and, and the thing is, cause when I first came in contact, uh, not came in contact, but when I first uh, uh, um, found out who he was, Uh, It it was all about uh, that he helped Joe Biden get uh, the votes in the South Carolina primary. And so I remember when Joe Biden, uh, um, I guess when he went to presidency, uh, James Clyburn was on a show and they asked him, they said, "Uh, so what do you want in return? And he said he just uh, he want his kids to grow up in a good America and an American dream. And I was like, this is your opportunity to to, to say what you want want for black people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's what politics is a lot of the time. It's, it's if, if I do something for you, you do something for me. So if, you, if I help you get elected, you got to do something for me and my people. And he he failed to even answer that question, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, at all.
4: Exactly. Well, you know, here's the thing. I would have loved it if he would have said, hey, and I confronted him, by the way. If anybody Googles YouTube, Great Marcel Dixon, James Clyburn, I confronted him went in on him for five minutes about that same uh, issue. Like, you endorsed Joe Biden. Joe Biden, people talk about Donald Trump being racist. People don't mention Joe Biden's extremely disgusting history of anti-Black racism. Absolutely. A man was a big mentor- a mentee of Strom Thurmond. Strom Thurmond yep. was a South Carolina U.S. congressman who was notoriously anti-black, even though he had a black child from a black woman that he probably raped, okay? Yep. Joe Biden did not just work with him, he wrote this man letters of thanks and gratitude for keeping black kids out of better funded school, saying yep. he didn't want black kids in his children's school because that would turn the school into a racial jungle. He also, before the 1994 crime bill that Joe Crow wrote, um, wrote that put more black people in bondage than than the days of since the days of chattel slavery, yep. I should say. This man, before then, he's partnered with segregationists to lock black people up for crack cocaine, but did not criminalize powder cocaine, which many white people were using. Okay, yep. so he always had an emphasis on harming black communities. But you endorsed this man. This guy has written something like 90 executive orders. All of them have been for LGBTQ, trans people. Native Americans have gotten historic levels of funding. under yep. Okay? Asian Americans, we already saw, they got their feelings for being called names like Kung Flu Virus, and they got <laughs> a, a hate crime bill for them. Okay? Uh, Hispanics, they are about to get, they're trying to get 20 million illegal immigrants citizenship underneath this bill called New Deal for New Americans. When have they ever given Black Americans a good deal, ever? And we built the nation, fought for the nation, sustained the nation, but this bill would not just give illegal immigrant citizenship, it would give them resources and housing, education, transportation, healthcare. While Black Americans, Black American women, are they most likely to die giving birth to a child? More likely to die giving birth to a child in the United States of America than a poor woman in countries like Mexico and the Philippines. I went to him. Joe Biden could write an executive order setting up a commission for reparations, okay? He could bring back the Freedmen's Bureau, an entire department of the government, just to make sure that Black Americans, descendants of American slaves, are well cared for. He has not done any of that. But what is more disgusting, James Clyburn endorsed this segregationist on us and he has not called this guy out for his his, his neglect of black Americans. This man said he will have our backs because we have always had his. All he's done is put a knife through our backs and has had the backs of everyone else. Ukrainians, for example, Ukrainians have been under attack by Russia, supposedly. We don't know what's going on over there, but we've already sent Ukrainians trillions of dollars. Meanwhile, Black Americans are the most likely to go to bed, malnourished, the most likely, I will repeat, 15 to 20% of the population, and that's a conservative number, but over 55% of the homeless. He hasn't put a penny in investment towards us. Clyburn has yet to call him out, but according to some reports, Clyburn has been funneling money into his his children and grandchildren, according to one article. So when he said that he only wanted a place where his children and grandchildren can thrive, he meant it, I guess. What <laughs> was, was concerned about?
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, to, okay. So, how do you think that um, that us black people we keep falling for <clears throat> the same thing when it comes to Democrats? Like we we fall for the same thing. Over and over again, Democrats can do whatever they they can do whatever they want to, and we continue to give them ninety six percent voting. Like we just we see the D right. check check check, and we just check all the way down the line. How can that be?
4: We give it to fair. You know one thing I don't like about us: we act so tough with each other. We always got that smoke for each other out in the street. We so tough with each other. We'll check another black man or a black woman in a second, but when it's time to check these black men and black women politicians who are supposed to be representing us, who are part of things like the black caucus, but you go to the Hispanic caucus, they say they're looking out for Hispanic and Latinos. Yes, Hispanic and Latinos can be black as well, but an Afro-Latino is not a black American. They're not a descendant of American slaves. So they're black,
3: but they're not black like us. They say they're only looking out for Hispanic and Latino. You go to the
0: Let me make a point right here. What he's saying. They. I agree with him. He's right about that. We as black people, we quick to give each other smoke. But when it comes to. These people in um, government positions, black. Or otherwise, we don't seem to have the same smoke for them, especially when they doing nothing for you. So I agree with that wholeheartedly and that's something we need to get out of, you know. Another thing I was thinking is that it's real funny how when it comes between black men and black women, you're so or we can be so um, alert or on guard when it comes to relationships, right? meaning who's cheating on who, who's doing this, who's trying to get the upper hand. And again, that, that that lends to the wanting smoke for each other. But you never have that same eye for the people you put in position to be governing for you. You don't look out and see if they're cheating on you. If that person in your district is cheating you out of something not looking out for you, but you'll give your your person in your relationship all the smoke. That seems real ignorant to me. You'll do that with your personal relationships, but these people are running game on you constantly, but you're worried about your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your husband or your wife running game on you when they're running a government game game on you. And you don't even see it. You don't even have. You don't have an eye for that, but you have an eye for the other nonsense. Doesn't make sense at all. None whatsoever. Let me go back a little bit. Who
4: are part of things like the Black Caucus, but you go to the Hispanic Caucus, they say they're looking out for Hispanic
3: down the line. How can that be?
4: We give it to
3: fair you know what um that us black people we keep falling for the same thing when it comes to democrats like we we fall for the same thing over and over again democrats can do whatever they they can do whatever they want to and we continue to give them 96 percent vote like we just we see the d check 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 and we just check all the way down the line how can that be
4: we give in to fair. You know one thing I don't like about us? We act so tough with each other. We always got that smoke for each other out in the street. We so tough with each other. We'll check another black man or a black woman in a second. But when it's time to check these black men and black women politicians who are supposed to be representing us, who are part of things like the black caucus, but you go to the Hispanic caucus, they say they're looking out for Hispanic and Latinos. Yes, Hispanic and Latinos can be black as well, but an Afro-Latino is not a black American. They're not a descendant of American slaves. So they're black, but they're not black like us. They say they're only looking out for Hispanic and Latino. You go to the Asian American Pacific Island caucus, they're only they say they're looking out for Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. You go to the Bureau of Indian Affairs; they say they're looking out for Native Americans only. You go on our page; they say black and people of color. Okay, we let them get away with that. We need to. We need to bring the smoke to the people who the smoke really belong. Whenever I bring up. Our Black Americans are to the bottom in terms of wealth. All, all American families combined would we'll ha- we'll take out Black Americans and have one hundred twenty-two thousand dollars in wealth. We are only twenty-four thousand dollars in wealth, going further to the bottom. We own only one million acre of pro- acres of property in a country we built. We went from in slavery we own zero point five percent of this country's wealth. Now just two point six percent hasn't been much improvement and we bring in smoke to another black man or a black woman on the street we need to be bringing that smoke to the white house and to the capitol so do i agree what happened during the insurrection no i do not only part i don't agree with it should have been us on that capitol and not a bunch of white guys. We should have been the ones storming the Capitol. I don't give a damn about the Capitol. I do care about my people. So I was mad at us. We sitting there going, oh, 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 what's happening to the country? We should have been the ones storming the Capitol. We need to be bringing the smoke to them. Whenever I bring up how the Democrats, because that's exactly what they are, because you are running as a Democrat, but you are not putting Black American voters first, and where the reason the Democrats even exist, you are a Democrat. The reason, whenever I bring on how they've done us wrong all i want to hear all people want to tell me the republicans the republican the republican i'm not a, that excuse ain't gonna work i am not we did not vote for the republicans we voted for you so when we want results we have a right to come to you if i buy a tv for walmart like i told this older black lady today if i buy a tv for walmart and my tv's not working what, I would look like a fool bringing that TV to Target or Best Buy. <laughs> target and Best Buy will tell me, go to Walmart. Right. Likewise, wherever things are going wrong for Black America, they don't want to tell us it's the Republicans' fault. If the Republicans are so powerful, they can stop you from doing things for us when you have the House, the Senate, and the presidency, So that means Thanks. you don't deserve our votes, and we should give it to the Republicans then. If you don't want to give it to the Republicans, then you better deliver. of us vote for the Democrats. No other group in America votes for any one party that much. After us, it's white men who vote 70% for Republicans, but that's still nowhere near 95%. We need to stop letting them scare us into what will happen if we don't vote for them because what else can happen? We're already getting shot down on television and people are getting away with it. We're already getting shot down our apartments. We already almost, we're already are almost 60% of the homeless. Our wealth is already heading to net worth of zero. COVID-19 wiped out 50% of our businesses, and they're already paying $60 million a day as of April 2021 in housing and feeding illegal immigrants, while Black children are 60% of homeless children. Black men are the, the demographic, most likely to be homeless in the street. Black men are the most unemployed, not because they're not looking for a job, because they're most likely to face wage discrimination. Where are all these trillions of dollars being invested in us? We have allowed them to disrespect us. Make America great again? I don't know about that. Reparations will make America great for the first time. Make politicians afraid again. And I'm going to stick to that now.
3: So, so it's it, crazy. You, you know what's crazy? Because it, it's <clears throat> I feel like, because me and my brother, we do, we do this a lot on, on our show. See? We criticize the place where black people vote the most. So we criticize the Democrats the most. And see, see, and I I feel like a lot of people are afraid to criticize the Democrats because if you criticize the Democrats, people always say, Oh, you must be MAGA, you must be with Trump well, Oh, you, know. well, uh, you you see what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Now. Exactly. It, let exactly. Me
4: to y'all, don't let these people scare or try to do that reverse psychology. You know, um, come, what was her name? Kamala was on Charlemagne yep. the God's show, whatever she was, or wherever he was. And yeah. she was like, don't start talking like a Republican. I'm a black man. I'm a descendant of the people who built the nation. I can talk however the hell I want to talk.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> let me make that
4: very clear. Ain't no one going to shame me from saying what I want to say. Ain't no one going to check me and stop me from doing what I want to do. We built the nation. We fought for the nation. We sustained the nation. According to one study, Issue 2021, slave-built labor still generates trillions of dollars for this country. I'm here in a small town called originally South Carolina. The port of Savannah, Georgia is 25 minutes from me. The port of Charleston is like 49 minutes from me. Both for them bringing billions of dollars. The Port of Savannah, third busiest port in America. Charleston, ninth busiest port. All built by our ancestors, okay? Yep. Let's talk about how Abraham Lincoln said America would have fallen if not for the Negroes during the Civil War, okay? Those are just two examples. Wow, yep. We can talk and talk how we want to talk. Don't ever let them shame us from criticizing them. If I give you 95% of my, of my votes, you damn right I'm going to criticize you. And don't tell me to criticize the Republicans for whom I'm not voting. Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell, they're not going around taking our votes, telling us we're going to have your back, and then stabbing us in it. So why would I want yep. to vote it out? I'm going to you. So I am the first person in modern history running the way a Democrat should, putting their most <laughs> loyal voters first. Any other party, is common sense. You would put your most loyal voters first. We are the only group that will allow a party that exists on our backs to put us last, and then be afraid to criticize them. Not yep. me. Yep. Now.
3: now, And I'll
4: take anyone on on this particular message. <laughs> right.
3: Oh man. Okay. So okay. So so I, I'm listening to you. So, uh, would you consider yourself more liberal? Or more conservative? Because see, you know what? Because it it seems like you kind of like, you like right in the middle somewhere. I don't know if that's how you view yourself or what do you say?
4: So I'm not red. I'm not blue. I'm black. That's how I am. When people right. ask me, "What's your what? You liberal, conservative, progressive, black?" But if anybody wants to put a label on me, I'm a reparationist. Okay, this is the same wow. country here in America. When they took the Japanese land, I mean the Native Americans land, and then all this yeah. stuff to Native Americans. Several Native American tribes right now get reparations as we speak. They get direct monetary payments. They have tax exemption status. I know there's a lot of ugly history with the reservation, but guess what? They're not giving up those reservations, so they have reservations. Some Native American tribes get so much money from their tax-exempt casinos that they can give every member of the tribe a million dollars in cash. When Japanese Americans were thrown in internment camps during World War II, my great-grandfather, who's still alive, is a World War II veteran. Okay, he helped to stop the Nazis. Japanese-Americans were being thrown in internment camps. They got reparations in 1988. I was four years old. This was no long time ago. Meanwhile, Black Americans were getting thrown in camps, lynched, land stolen, shot down, couldn't vote, couldn't go to school, couldn't get grants, couldn't get loans, red line. My great-grandfather, ironically, was fighting to rescue the Jews and other people who were thrown in concentration camps by the Nazis they got reparations. The first yep. thing America did was make Germany give back every piece of property they had taken from the people they throw in the concentration camp. They had black soldiers overseeing it. Talk about the irony. Then when we got back from World War II, they did the GI bail that gave trillions of dollars to white veterans, 14 million of them. They were able to become, they said something like 39% of today's professionals came from the GI Bill. They were able to get wow. loans, free college, businesses, pensions, healthcare. Black veterans, like my great grandfather, so this ain't no long time ago, he didn't get a penny. So when his daughter, my grandmother was born, he had nothing to give up but poverty. The same way he got poverty from his parents who were children of people who were enslaved. This country has no issues repairing what they damaged Uh, until it comes to Black Americans. And why are they so comfortable not repairing the damage they've done to us? Because where are the so-called Black leaders standing up and demanding they do it? James Clyburn has said more about Ukrainians and trans people using a bathroom than he has about Black Americans getting reparations. This district is 50 to 60% Black. I could understand Maybe if he was in a majority white district, which, by the way, let me say this real quick. Sometimes we like to use white people as an excuse. Let me be very honest about that. We like <laughs> to say, "Oh, he's afraid of saying that because those white people will come after him." Sometimes those white people ain't paying him a bit of attention. He's right. in a majority black <laughs> district, and he will not get any backlash for going for reparations because most of his district is black. They are doing it because he's gotten his his attitude is, I got mine, my family's got theirs, the rest of you Negroes, I ain't doing nothing for you. He has no problems going hard for Ukrainians who are in Europe, who are not Americans. Ukraine is a country filled with Nazis, okay? And this black man, who's a descendant of American slaves, as we are, is going hard for Ukrainians, but nothing for his own people.
2: Unforgivable. And, and, and that's and that's the thing because a lot of times when people talk about reparations they'll always say um they'll always say "Oh, well none of us was 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 alive during slavery oh. and i tell and i tell them there are so many things we need reparations for with people that are still alive today just like you brought just brought Let me up.
4: say something about that uh, first of all, reparation starts with chattel slavery. It doesn't end there. There's a lot of lies about that. Some people think it's only about slavery. No, it's not. Some people think it's coming from white people's pockets. No, it's not. It's the federal government. The same yep. way when I sue, if you sue a company, you're not necessarily suing the people in the company. You're suing the company and the profits they made. Reparation right. is a claim uh, that the federal government owes us. I'm Geechee. We were the people who got 40 acres of the mule done. It was done here in coastal South Carolina and coastal Georgia. We were supposed to get that, but Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. It was not going to come from any white person's pocket. It was going to come from the federal government just because they ain't paid it yet doesn't mean the debt went away. I hate when people talk about something. None of you were a slave, okay? But well, my great, 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 great grandparents were. Had they right. been paid like they were supposed to, it would be all good. It ain't my right. fault that y'all
2: did so I'm not get over. It. That's <laughs> the first thing I want to say.
4: Second thing I want to say. <clears throat> It isn't just slavery. Actually, things got worse for us after slavery. One study said out death rate, 20% of the Black population was murdered after slavery. They had no reason, to no incentive to keep us around. What about the land that we were able to get that was stolen, like I just mentioned, 15 or 60 million acres? Lynch malls, Black Wall <coughs> Streets. We know it was just the anniversary of Black Wall Street yesterday, the one in Tulsa. but we yep. don't know, there were Black Wall Streets throughout this entire country. North Carolina had one. South Carolina had one, Florida had one, Mississippi had one, Virginia had one, Kansas had one, there were Black Wall Streets, Louisiana had one, throughout this nation. A lot of them were burnt or flooded to the ground or destroyed by eminent domain when they bought the property. Trillions of dollars going down, redlining, Jim Crow. It was not just slavery. But here's another thing I want to say, too. If people want to do that whole, well, you're not a slave, so you don't deserve it okay. Let's play that game. I dare anyone who's ever inherited anything from a parent, a grandparent, a great grandparent. If you want to say to us that we don't inherit the debt that this nation owed our ancestors, then you don't inherit anything that anyone of your family's left to you. Let's play that game. If we were to do that, if we were to do that, that means right now Wall Street would collapse because Wall Street was built on slave labor. Bank of America would collapse the ports right now collapse the constitution collapse we inherit we are okay with inheriting everything else. A lot of those people say, well, you were to the say They're probably living in their great-grandparents' mansion right now. They're probably inheriting <laughs> stocks and land their great-grandparents left them, telling us that we need to over our great-grandparents' debt. That ain't gonna fly here. And let me tell you about <laughs> another little myth before I go any further. <laughs> Reparation is not gonna bankrupt the nation. According to City Financial, uh, one of the largest financial services in the world, Matter of fact, remember those too big to fail companies? Remember during the Obama yep. era, the too big to fail they would say it was one of those companies. They said if it collapsed, the whole global economy will be hurt. They did a study saying that because America has not paid reparations to Black Americans. Since the year 2000, America has lost $16 trillion. We are the richest we've ever been right now, and we're at $19.2 trillion. So we will be twice as rich had we paid reparations in the year 2000. So reparations will not bankrupt the nation. It will actually enrich <laughs> nation, because you know we have black people Look at what we did with Soul Food. We took the worst part Absolutely. and the food and made it into some of the best tasting cuisine in the world. We will take whatever we are old and make it quadruple it and make this country five times as rich. So tell people, miss me with their excuses.
3: <laughs> and, 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 that, that,
2: and that goes to the slogan, repair Black America to fix Black America.
4: Right. And, you know, some people, some white people are so anti-black, they are rather see this country fold than to see black people get what we're old. And guess what? I hope the country falls and collapses on them. They need to die. They need to go. But there are <laughs> right. some white people, there are some white people like Ann Coulter, for example, who realizes, okay, I may not like black people too much. I'm not saying she doesn't. I'm just right. saying an example. There are some white people, I speak with them here in South Carolina, this, right. okay, I don't like you Negroes, really. But you know what? <laughs> Giving <laughs> y'all reparations is going to help me out, too. They could do the math. They can see that America puts trillions of dollars in these foreign countries that hate us and illegal immigrants and Ukrainians. And they see that every time America, Americans are having a hard time, all America does is say, let's bring in more immigrants so we could just pay them nothing and we don't have to do have to invest in Americans. They see that, wait, if America gave this money to black Americans, black Americans are Americans. They're going to be in America. They're going to Absolutely. spend their money in America. They're all white conservatives. The more I'm talking, look, yo, when I first started, most white Republicans were hanging the phone up on me, but they're not the hardest group to deal with, by the way, either. Let me put that right. It's really uh, older black Democrats, older black men Democrats who are the hardest right. to deal with. Black no. women, older black women are fine, but now I got some white Republicans, I guess they've heard of me, and some of them actually sat down and they've done the math, and they'll say to me, you know what, instead of the America giving these illegal immigrants all this money, all they do is send it back to their home countries, give it to black Americans, because this is your home country, y'all going to put it right back in the economy.
3: Absolutely. People are
4: starting to wake up. Some people realize that, you know what, I don't like you blacks, but I like you green, I like the green. So yep. it, it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, Right.
3: Okay, so what are some of the main problems facing black people in South Carolina that needs urgent attention?
4: Oh, man, land theft. Like I said, that 15 million acres of property, we've had some stolen because of heirs' property when you inherit property, but the person didn't leave a well. So everyone gets like a a piece of the property. It used to be if you sold your piece or share, now everyone could be bought out. So what used to happen... It used to be usually a wealthy white person who usually was a family member of one of the enslavers. They would feel like we didn't deserve nothing and want their big 300 acres plantations back. So they will go and probably force a family member to sell their share or a family member probably never met their family in the South. Because, you know, we're all scattered now. That's another thing I want to do is bring us back to the South. but That's a whole other story. Yes, that family member would sell that little portion of their property. So then that person will go to a judge who is usually racist, too, against black people, because, you know, that that's that's, that's always a trend in America. And that right. judge would say, hey, 10 of the Negroes are living on uh, 40 acres of land. OK, it's 10 of them. Give them each a thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, each get a thousand dollars. Get going. Happened all the time. But the property will be worth like $500,000. This ain't happening. I'm wow. not talking about no 1800s, early 1900s. This was happening as early as the 2000s. Okay? Y'all won't believe who put an internet in South Carolina. You won't believe the person about the name. Strangely enough, she's not a Democrat. She's actually, I disagree with her in most things, Nikki Haley actually ruling wow. on. And, right. Trust me, I didn't want to admit it either. You know, <coughs> right. whoever thinks. I'm not, I'm not surprised, though, because Nikki Haley grew up in Barnwell County, where James Brown is from, the singer. Okay. And she grew up around a lot of, it's like 60, 65% black. So I'm sure she saw black people wake up one day and told, your trailer, throw it on the street, get going. It used right. to happen all the time here. So land theft, where does most wealth in America come from? Land ownership. White Americans were able to get hundreds of millions of acres. If you listen to any of Dr. Martin Luther King's speeches, he always talks about how America gave millions of acres to um, European peasants and white Americans. He's talking about the Homestead Act, mainly the one of 1861. There were several of them, but the one of 1861 was the one America did to get people to settle out west. They gave away 10% of the entire country to white Americans in free land for the most part. Today, 48 to 60 million white families can trace their wealth to the land from that act. We have always had our land stolen. And Gullah Geechee people, my family, I have coastal front land, it's heirs property. When it's heirs property, you don't get any value from it. You don't get any equity. So you don't get any wealth from it. The only thing you can put on it is a mobile home. You don't get any federal loans to monetize it or nothing. And you also are always likely to lose it because people fight over who's going to pay the taxes. Because even if you pay the taxes, it doesn't give you any more authority over the land. And some people are like, well, I don't want to pay this. I'm not ready to own. It's a mess. So land theft is the number one issue facing black Americans in South Carolina. Two, schools. South Carolina is home to uh, a, a region called the Corridor of Shame. It refers to a network of majority black rural communities off of I-95. They call it the corridor of shame because the poverty rates for black people in those counties, my county where I am right now, where I've lived my entire life, is a part of it, is over 80%. Okay, when I, my school where I teach, the free and reduced lunch rate, which they used to use to see how poor an area was, is over 90%. So the poverty rate among Black Americans covers over 80%. Hampton County, Allendale County, these are some of the poorest areas in the United States of America. But the failure rate in schools, you have Black boys, particular, who are usually the most lowest performing demographic, not being able to read or do math on grade level over 90% of them. Not because they're not smart, but because they have so many issues before they get to the classroom, right. it interferes with their learning. One of the reasons why schools are like that, because schools are not funded equitably. Schools in America are funded by property taxes. So you're in a rich area, your property taxes are up here. Poor area, property taxes are down here. So one school is able to attract more and better teachers, better programs, more college and career ready courses, more trade or vocational courses. One school can barely get a math teacher, I was in that barely get a math teacher type school, and I've taught in those schools, too. I plan to introduce a system where schools will be funded equitably. I plan to deal with land theft, get us compensation and heirs property. Last but not least, our neighborhoods. The black community is thought as being, we're either being gentrified out of our neighborhoods or our neighborhoods that are still majority black is usually poor black people because the black people with money left or Black people who had education left to try to find opportunities. So we leave the poorest, most vulnerable people among us living amongst each other with low property values. I've planned through my reparations plan, bring back the Freemans Bureau, you know, it's direct monetary payments, for the Freemans Bureau, that agency of the government that exists to handle all issues for us, I'm going to do a Homestead Act for us to get us back to our ancient our uh, ancient homelands in the uh, American South. I plan to incentivize us back to farming. I plan us to, to come up with our own judicial system, our own police system. But most of all, I plan to introduce in schools and in communities a major investment in social workers. No, not coming and taking Black people's children and messing right. up with Black family like they've historically done. So this time, they're going to be proactive. If a Black family is struggling, you go there you make sure to get all the resources they need. I plan to put aside federal grants specifically for majority Black communities so we can start our own non-profit organizations and deal with our own issues. We didn't cost them, but we are intelligent and resourceful people. We know how to Solve them that way. We employ our people, and we help them with the issues impacting our people. We live back amongst one another, and we bring back the Black Wall Street. Chinatowns were nothing compared to Black Wall Streets. The difference is Black Wall Streets were burnt down. They ain't bothered the Chinatowns too much. We're gonna bring the Black Wall Streets back. We're gonna have our own separate communities again. Separation doesn't mean division, but right. we need we need to have our own communities.
3: Wow. <coughs> okay, so. What tangibles from reparations would you like to see black Americans receive?
4: Well, we are going to receive it. You know, and here's the thing that scumbag in Buffalo who shot and killed our brothers and sisters just grocery shopping had on his gun, here's your reparations. That was awful. And yet, the, they don't realize when they do that, all you do is activate us even more. The civil rights movement, we got to remember, the civil rights movement was kind of like a small little thing until they saw black people getting um, holes down, dolls being sicked on them. Then more black people got angry and said, we gonna go out there too. The more they want to use violent stuff against us, the more it activates us. So we're going to get it. It doesn't matter how soon. It ain't going to be long. We're going to get direct monetary payments. No, we're not going to get a lump sum under my plan. If we got a lump sum, it would cause inflation because no one knows how many Black Americans are in America. We are undercounted. The most recent census in 2020 undercounted us by 5 to 10%. So they say it's like 50 million of us it could really be 60 to 65 million but let's say there's like 50 million of us who are descendants of american slaves we if we all got 2.8 million dollars which is the price that my research has come up with it will crash the economy right away it will be devastating inflation, the one we always think of. not inflation now, which comes from companies not producing as much as they could, or us consuming too many goods, but inflation with there's too, many cash, too much cash in the economy. What's going to happen? The federal government is going to take on the debt that they owe us, and they're going to give us those yellow dollars. Those yellow dollars are called bond. That's simply when you buy government debt. It's like an I owe you from the government. So the government pays you interest on that every month. So what we're going to do, we're going to get monthly payments in the amount of around, uh, I'm not a mathematician, let me say it right away, but it'll be in the amount of like uh twenty to $40,000 a month. And they will do that in perpetuity. That means forever. And and so that's one thing. Then we're going to get the, the Freeman's Bureau will be back. When the Freeman's Bureau was brought into existence after slavery ended, they were to make sure we were well fed, had good jobs, had land had holes were protected. That's why they had the military in the South, had health care. They fed millions of us. They helped us get land that was eventually taken from us by means of violence, as I already talked about. The Freemans Bureau is going to be back, brought back in modern times. This time, they're going to handle issues of making sure we have our own communities. And integration, to me, was a mistake. Stopping Jim Crow and redlining, that was good. But forcing us to live amongst white people and not in our own communities, that was a mistake. They're going to help spearhead the return of us to our ancestral communities. They're going to help disperse, you know, get us back to Black farming, compensation for land we have lost, help us find land, maybe rural land, where almost communities where no one lives, mainly in the South, our homeland. That we can cultivate. They're gonna help us get our own Freeman hospitals, Freeman's banks, set aside federal funding for us to start our own Freeman schools. I don't know why we listen to the Democrats talking about we don't need school choice. No, we should be the main people pushing for school choice. We should right. be wanting to write our own curriculum and teach our own kids and get our own Black teachers. If you wanna to go to school with white people, that's fine, go ahead. But for those of us who want our own schools back, We should have federal funding set aside for us to do that, bringing back Black Wall Street. The Freedmen's Bureau is going to be like the Veterans Affair, but for Black Americans, all Black American issues. That's one thing. Two, we're going to be, three, we're going to be tax exempt, federally speaking now, federally speaking. And four, we're going to be a protected class, meaning that there will be certain pieces of legislation that will just be for us or we will will be exempt from having to uh, adhere. Because we have a unique history, and therefore we need unique legislation.
3: Wow. We we ran out of time. Like, it's so crazy because it went so fast. We got so much stuff still to ask you, but we ran out of time. Uh, Can can you let our audience know where to support your campaign and where to find you at?
4: Sure. So um, my website is Marcel. For congress.com. Marcel is spelled M-A-R-C-E-L. Marcel for Congress.com. Uh, I'm in the final stretch of my campaign. You know, James Clyburn is a very powerful politician, but that power has done us no good. And for what I've heard from a lot of people, he's actually worried about this election. So let's give him reason to worry. So if anybody can yes. donate, I have billboards all over, yard signs, text messages, emails, commercials, streaming. Um, you name it. Uh, street teams galore. If you can donate, you can donate at Marcel slash donate. If you want to find me, I'm most active on Twitter. It's Marcel for Congress. It's the number four, not the word for. My right. Instagram is Marcel for Congress. My Facebook is Marcel for Congress, F O R. And I have a TikTok, Marcel Dixon for Congress. So uh, Marcel for Congress.com. Reparations is the main piece of my platform, but it's not the only. So those black people out there who get scared of saying, "What will he do for the white people, now? The white people now?" I have other policies on there: uh, <laughs> rural transportation, healthcare, you know, communities, mental health. But reparations is my main centerpiece, and I'm not going to back down from being black. I'll rather lose standing for what I believe than to get on my knees and compromise and sell out and win. Because that would truly be a lose for all of us. And if it's a lose for all of us, then it's a lose for me too. It's a loss. So Marcel for Congress.
3: All right. We we appreciate you you so much for coming on. We enjoyed it. Thank y'all for having me. Yo, we, we, thank you. No problem. We rooting for you. Rooting for you. Thank y'all. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Y'all take care. All right. You you too. too.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it, man. Um, Real quick, real quick, see if I can get it quick. You guys go to Marcel for Congress. Before we get out of here, I got to do this super fast, y'all, so I can stay under this hour time frame. Here we go. Marcel for Congress. Oh, well, that's cool. We'll just keep it after. No problem here, man. There we go. Marcel for Congress dot com marcel for congress that's the website right there you can donate that way he's able to afford billboards and such all right there it is marcel dixon for congress all right y'all we appreciate it we're gonna get on out of here and um we're definitely rooting for you bro south carolina let's go You're rocking with the best thoughts of the week. We out. Peace.